If you think that wildlife can only be seen outside the cities, then you are wrong. And Nuno Curado likes to prove you wrong. In fact, he gives wildlife tours on the high-tech campus, but also on other places right in the city of Eindhoven. So we liked to hear more about the initiative Wild Eindhoven, and we invited Nuno Curuda on the open day of the high-tech campus on June the 11th. And of course, we wanted to know what we should think of when he talks about Wild Eindhoven. Are we going wild by going out and enjoying the nightlife? It's a different kind of wild. <laughs> yes, it's wild nature. Um, yeah, thank you very much for inviting me to come here in the first place. Uh, I just finished my last wild break and came straight here to, to be able to talk to you. Um, so what I do, what I was doing today was showing everybody nature and wildlife on campus. Um, there's much more wildlife in cities that people think of in the first place. Uh, and uh, there's also, and looking at wildlife is also a very good way for us to relax and take our minds off our daily work. Uh, and so what I was doing today was precisely that, offering a low-tech alternative to everybody who wanted to take a break from all the, the, the high-tech excitement of the day. And I was doing mini wild breaks uh, on campus, so I was located next to the farm and I would do a small tour on that side of the campus, precisely looking for wild animals and plants that we can find here. Um, it was quite a, quite, a, quite a fun day. Interesting, interesting, very interesting. So you, 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 you are a wildlife biologist, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And you are, a, you are, like you were saying, you are a nature enthusiast, so to say. So I was just looking at your profile, and uh, so the, the, the last 12 years, the last 12 years you have been working with wildlife and people at different, uh, in different organizations. Yes. You have also your own business. So, yeah. So, so just tell us, you know, share with us, how did this idea come to you about, about Wild Eindhoven? How did this com- idea originate? Uh, yeah, it, 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 came in, it came in small steps. Uh, like you were saying, I've been working with, with wildlife for 12 years now. In the beginning, I was working with, with those pla- in those places that people associate with wildlife, you know, like nature reserves, the countryside, those large outdoors. But slowly, I became interested in the wildlife that we can find in cities. Uh, on the one hand, because it was a new challenge to me, but also on the other hand, it was, I was surprised with how much we could find but also in how we could build and and manage our cities so that they're also good for biodiversity. Also because rule of thumb is whatever we do in cities that's good for biodiversity, it's also good for us, directly or indirectly. So it's not just for the animals, you know, it's it's for us as well. And then from then I became also very interested in in the engagement of people, in actually showing people what there there is in cities. Um, In Portugal I was doing that more as a hobby, so I, I do in consultancy professionally, but, but this was more as a hobby. And then when I came to Eindhoven, I decided to do it professionally and offering these this activities in nature, uh, like I said, on, a, on the one hand to help people discover what they have on their doorstep, but also on the other hand to help them relax from their daily routines. Uh, because people think that to connect with nature, they need to get into a car and go to a nature reserve but it's also possible to do it in cities. And, and, and we're lucky that Eindhoven has a lot of good green areas, a lot of good city parks. We have the Dommel, we have nature surrounding us. So it's easy to do that if you know where to look at, or if you, not even that, if you become aware of it. 
and you're pretty successful in that. I mean, uh, when we first invited you, you were just starting to uh, set this up. Yeah, true. Then you were invited by High Tech Campus, or I, I saw the interest growing, and the number of people that uh, joined you is, is increasing. How, how was it today? Yes, uh, I was. I was lucky enough that High Tech Campus was the the first one to to believe in this idea as well, and to offer these wild breaks for for the residents here on campus. Uh, I'm, I'm doing short work, uh, wa sorry, short walks at lunchtime, uh, uh, and uh, and yeah, it did help me into getting other other places interested. I also get get contacts for a lot of companies who are here on campus and they like the idea and they want to do something for their employees as well. In the meantime, I've also started in the started in the ASML campus in Feldhoven uh, once a month there as well. And uh, yeah, and hopefully I will keep getting more more companies and organizations interested uh, because I think this is a real added value to their vitality at work programs and for their well-being at work of their employees. Um, so so yes, no, I'm, I hope this keeps growing. Yeah, that's that's very nice. You know, uh, I was talking with uh, one of my friends. Uh, she also happens to be the the, the counselor here, Miriam Frossi. Uh, she was also telling me she also took a nature work workshop with you, and she was highly enthusiastic about this whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and you know, and uh, she was telling me that this 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 uh, concept about you know uh, uh, work break in urban nature. So basically when we think about a city, it's only buildings we think about, we think like that. But she was telling me that uh, when, when I took this workshop with you, we, we took a nice walk and it was so nice to stand and listen to the birds chirping, you know. And uh, she said, I never knew that it was, it is, it is just nearby, it's near there, you know. And so my question to you today is that, uh, uh, you know, uh, Why, why do you think such a break can truly help from taking an escape from work? Why do you think it helps? Well, part, part of the answer you already gave it. Because we tend to think of cities just as this place with concrete and roads and shopping malls and, and the place where we sleep and work. But there's also a lot of nature in cities, or there can be. And, and sometimes we just need to stop It's not stop and smell the flowers, but uh, stop and, and listen to the birds. Or stop and take a closer look at the trees. Or stop and pay attention that there's not just pigeons, but there's other birds. And, 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 and so it's just a matter of being aware of it. Um, and then the second step is, I noticed that for myself, that if, I, if I'm with my head full of work or something, I go out, I can take my binoculars or not. In the first 10-15 minutes, my head is still at work, but after half an hour trying to find, I don't know, birds in a local park, the, 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 that, that feeling is gone. You know, I feel much more relaxed in the end. And, and, and that's the, that, that was something that kind of proved the idea that I had. And then luckily, I also got that feedback from people joining my wild breaks. Uh, spontaneously, they actually said to me in the end, oh, oh, no, I have to go back to work. I almost forgot what I was doing already. Uh, or uh, you know, oh, I came to the, I come to this park and I jog here every Sunday, but I never actually noticed that how many birds are singing here, and it's really impressive. So, uh, th so it's nice to have that feedback from people that that actually helps them in in taking this break in in relaxing. It's basically shifting your focus in a way. So instead of being only focused on work, 
you, you focus on something different, wildlife in this case, wildlife in this case, and it helps, you know, in that sense, uh, taking your mind of what you're doing before. And then, of course, because it's outside, we are moving, we take our eyes off the screen, we take, we make our body moving. All of that helps. Uh, and um, and and to me, uh, it's it's still going back a bit. The, to me, the difference between what I, what I do and just going for a walk. It's that uh, nature is just not, not just as a landscape, you know, it's just there, beautiful, and we walk through it. But on the one hand, we engage with it. And then on the other hand, we, because we are focusing on it, we, we are kind of living it, living in the moment and, and, and pay attention to it. And like I said, then our mind just goes to, to a different place. And, and, and it is amazing that even here on High Tech Campus, there's quite a bit of nature. Even on the high-tech campus, there's quite a bit of nature. I was walking on the strip not too long ago. I saw a dead pigeon. And then almost, I think it was the same day that I heard you explain that it was not an accident that killed it, that it was not a fox, but, but something else. Yes, that was most, most probably a peregrine falcon. They, they, they live here on the campus. They, they occupy one, of the, one nest box that was put here on the, on the, on the tall Phillips building. Um, and they hunt pigeons exactly. So they they, they 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 hunt birds in general. But of course, pigeons are easier to get. They have a lot of meat, so they're their favorite food. So yes, it's 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 not. Uh, sometimes you you do see that, like a bunch of feathers somewhere on the campus or that pigeon, which is the the, the leftovers of a, of a peregrine falcon. They they use nest boxes quite well if you put them in the correct place and they like it. And there are several other nest boxes, for instance, here in the region. Um, which which shows that with a bit of help, even these big birds of prey can come back to cities, and of course they they, they also help us in managing the, per, the, the pigeon population. <laughs> because pigeons sometimes are called flying rats in yes. the way that it's, it's an undeserved them. reputation, but yes, they can be <laughs> annoying. It's now early uh, summer, so to say. Uh, what are the special things that you have been showing around in this season? So this time of the year, it's like the, the, the peak of spring going into summer. Uh, most of the birds uh, have already finished uh, their nesting. So basically the, the eggs have hatched uh, and the parents are either busy bringing food to the chicks which are on the nest or some, some of the chicks have already even left the nest. For instance, we saw starlings today. The chicks are already chasing their parents, making a lot of noise, asking for food. Uh, tits as well, great tits and blue tits, which are very common birds, even in our backyards. They're also, most of them, out of the nest. And it's easy to hear, especially the small the, the chicks after the parents. That's something that's happening a lot. Um, other highlight there are insects, especially butterflies. Uh, they, they, they are start appearing in much greater numbers this time of the year. Dragonflies as well, libella in Dutch, uh, especially along water water uh, bodies and rivers. So, um, yeah, it's, it, there's a lot of exciting things at the moment. Nature, not only here on high-tech campus, but also in people's own garden. And, and I heard you pitch quite often that you should not make your garden a kind of wilderness by just having uh, concrete in there. You are pretty concerned about how individuals can also yes. make sure that their garden yes, is true. part of a natural habitat. True, true, true. Unfortunately, that there's been more. one of the things I've always liked about the Netherlands was the fact that people have a lot of green in their garden, especially compared with Portugal. In Portugal, it's either sand or lawn. Period. Here, people still have a lot of flowers and they have nice gardens. 
and it's quite yeah sad or uh, to see that now they have these backward trends of of having much more tiles and pavement on their gardens. Uh, they sell it as maintenance-free gardens, uh, yeah, uh, sure. But but then you also take the fun out of, in my opinion, out of having a garden, because you know it's possible to have a backyard with with plants without having too much work with it. It's possible. You know, uh, of course, if you have a vegetable garden, you need more work. But if you just want a sort of semi-wild garden, it's not very difficult without being a mess. I'm not also talking about the other extreme. And with that, on the one hand, you give you give a hand to wildlife in cities. If you think that more or less a third of the green area in a city, or even more, it's it's private gardens, then it's really a lot of area. Um, and on the other hand, so you help wildlife, city wildlife. But again, you also help yourself. Because you saw that during Corona times that a lot of people were turning to their backyards as an escape from being always at home. I was at home and I had fun going to, the, to my backyard just looking at the birds at lunchtime. I had fun with my daughter seeing which birds went to the backyard. And it's not by chance that, for instance, the Corona year, though every year in the Netherlands there's, the, there's this garden bird count that happens every January. 2000, there was one year which was the, the year where most people participated with precisely during Corona because they had that connection with the backyard that they had. Nuno Corrado of Wild Eindhoven and Chaitalisen Gupta of EindhovenNews.com and myself, Jean-Paul Lennartz, interviewed him after a mini safari, after one of the wild breaks that he did on the high-tech campus on June the 11th, 2022, the open day.